Emmy and Obie Award-winning actress Marilyn Sokol currently stars in the hit off-Broadway show Old Jews Telling Jokes, based on the popular website. While a student at NYU, Marilyn appeared in productions and went on to build a most impressive resume. From her collaborations with Jim Henson to her appearances on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, Marilyn has some interesting tales to tell. We had an opportunity to speak with Marilyn recently about her journey in show business. You went to NYU at the Heights campus. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about your years there? I had, a, I had a wonderful time. I really did. Um, it was a small campus, and it was, uh, with the exception of the engineers, mm-hmm. who were kind of sequestered, not only academically, but a lot of them lived in the city or the the boroughs, and uh, we didn't have much interaction, but pretty much everybody else, we knew each other, mm-hmm. you know. It was fun. There were fraternities. I guess there were sororities. I didn't join, but I enjoyed my every aspect. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed my dorm life, my academic life, my social life. Um, I dated a guy from ZBT, Zeta Beta Tau fraternity. He actually came with his wife and friends to see the show that I'm in. And um, I, uh, I majored in initially in Spanish, and then I had a double major in theater and Spanish when I got the lead in HMS Pinafore. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I was encouraged. I always wanted to be an actress, but I was trying to be practical. All I needed was just a little, just a little tap from the head of the department there, Bill Vorenberg, who was great and really encouraged many of us to go into the theater. And then after, so after you, when you graduated from NYU, you um, went immediately into theater auditioning, or I yeah, pretty much. Um, I started auditioning. I was studying acting and singing, and, and I just auditioned the whole year until August of '66 because I graduated in '65, August. 46 years ago, I got Man of La Mancha, Mm -hmm. the first national company with uh, Jose Ferrer, Mm -hmm. and that was great. It was great. I was the um, gypsy dancer, had to take belly dancing lessons. And you've, I mean, you've had such an amazing, you're so accomplished. Thank you. You've done so many, uh, such a wide variety of performances, you know, cabaret acts, can you talk about some of your favorite memories, um, career <laughs> memories? Well. Or performances I, that shaped you as an act. Yeah. I think the Beggar's Opera back in 72 uh, was really um, one of those benchmarks, is that what you call it? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the signposts. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that The Tonight Show 
All those Tonight Shows that I did in the 70s were really uh, exciting and until I mooned by accident. And it really was by accident. And then I had to negotiate with the censor every time I did the show after that. But in the beginning, it was wonderful working with Johnny. Oh, yeah. You know. I mean, that's a, that's yeah. incredible. Yeah, because I used to watch him. I stayed up late. First, it was Steve Allen. Mm -hmm. and, and Dick Cabot, I guess, came in there, too. Um... And uh, I guess also I'm thinking of high points when I won my Obie because of uh, the Beggar's Opera mm -hmm. and uh, Groucho Marx gave it to me. He tried to make fun, but I didn't let him. I, didn't <laughs> let, I just wouldn't let him get away with that. It was too important. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think... S certainly the show I'm doing, I'm not promoting the show I'm doing now, but it's certainly an unexpected blessing. Mm -hmm. uh, old Jews telling jokes it just came out of the blue. I was speaking to two other directors. In fact, I was committed to one of them, but he was very kind. He let me out. And it, I hope it's a good, I hope it's a good production for him. That was Ove the play. It's coming in sometime, in the next few months. But anyway, I, I just heard the title, and then I heard about the website, mm -hmm. and I heard that a lot of young people were uh, fans of the website, and I said without even, well, perusing. I peruse the script. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just thought making people laugh would be so great, you know. Yeah. And it is, and it's a hit. And I'm sure there are many funny actresses who wish they were in my shoes. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, it's great. Eight performances a week is yeah. not easy. It never was. Never was. Let's talk a bit, a little bit more about the show. It's jokes, but there's also there are also songs in it interspersed. A little, a but it's more monologues, serious and and not so serious mm -hmm. monologues, uh, which are there in order to create a more human picture mm -hmm. of the actors. They. The monologues have nothing to do with us, mm -hmm. but we're actors. That's the thing. Somebody was at a talk back and uh, said, don't you think that stand-ups could do this just as well? And we disagreed mm -hmm. uh, because acting, uh, everybody in the cast is trained, some and either trained, like we have a, NYU grad school graduate, and um, or they have years and years of experience uh, either in the theater or television. So, and each one of us can do drama. Mm -hmm. So, and it's the flip side is, you know, how do you take these jokes and 
actually humanize them, make them so they're really four-dimensional, if that's the word, mm -hmm. just um, real people going through these situations. I just love it. I mean, even just last night, I came on two uh, surprising line readings for jokes, you know, within the jokes, mm -hmm. and I'm so proud if you leave yourself open, and that's true of drama and comedy and melodrama and any form of, of the performing arts, if you leave yourself open, if you know what you have to do, mm -hmm. if you know the lines and the blocking, sometimes if you're very lucky, something just pops up. Very often it's when you're very tired because your defenses are down. Mm -hmm. But it's, an, it's a rare experience and certainly um, something that I am so grateful for. So do you have a favorite joke or one that you really like? It doesn't necessarily have to be from the That's show. That's right. Oh, it doesn't have to be mine either. There's a wonderful joke in the show. Do you mind if I no, tell? No, okay. So... This man was in a car accident, and the doctor informs him that uh, that his uh, penis was, they, they couldn't put it back on him, but they have a way of constructing a penis. So she said, perhaps, you know, actually this is something you should discuss with your wife, you know. It's not inexpensive, you know. If you want five inches, it's $1,000 an inch. That might be more economical, but then again, your wife might not find it suitable. Uh, nine inches, obviously $9,000, but it might be too large for your wife's maybe seven inches. This is something you should really go home and discuss with your wife. So, I mean, this is acted out by two actors. So he, he goes home, <laughs> and he comes back, and she says, so, did you discuss this with your wife? Yes. Do you know what, and what, what did you decide that you'll have? And he says, granite countertops. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that it's, joke. Do you know who wrote these jokes? Are these I jokes think have been passed down? I think, well, the, the writers have, you know, they're archivists mm -hmm. and they have tons. Plus, there were jokes from the website. Right. But I think a lot of them, and the, we'll, we'll substitute other jokes. I'd like to move on and have you talk a little bit about your experience working with Jim Henson. Uh, and Sesame sure, Street, of course. Um, and well, I like you. Uh, I grew up on Jim, but in a different way. Mm -hmm. Because growing up in Washington, there were these commercials, the Wilkins Coffee commercials. And I knew that he and his wife, Jane, worked together at Maryland University. I knew that, but I, and I also, I know, well, he wasn't on television that much. 
um, before Sesame Street. But in any event, I saw an ad in Backstage for Showbiz recruiting puppeteers for the Muppets for Jim Henson. So I went, and he liked me. He liked my voices, but after a while, he, even though I did the first special, mm-hmm. the first special I did with him was the great Santa Claus switch with Art Carney. And I just, I'm not very good at manipulation, mm-hmm. you know. But he just liked me. And so I was asked to do a lot of voices for Sesame Street. And, um, you know, for years I did that. And I also was doing theater and my nightclub act. And this was during the 70s, mm-hmm. you know. And he would come to a little, little place called Brothers and Sisters on West 46th Street. Uh, and uh, so he... He asked me to be Ma Otter, mm-hmm. and he worked with me like crazy, uh, getting uh, you know getting rid of any regionalism. So hence you know hence hence <laughs> hence uh, oh Emmett, you know there was nothing at all that was New York, mm-hmm. and um, it was great. Now here's what happened. I set down a scratch track or a practice track and uh, sans singing. And then Frank Oz mm-hmm. and everybody went up to Canada and did the whole thing, the whole video. Uh, and they used uh, radar radio stuff to manipulate the puppet. Oh, it's just gorgeous. And then for for Ma Otter, which Frank did, he was the the puppet, he would listen in his ear to my track. Then I was in a studio so I could loop or dub my speaking voice to what he did visually. And then we went out to California with Paul Williams, and we sang the songs. It was great. And so um, that certainly working with him, meeting him, working with him, uh, becoming friends, Mm -hmm. you know, was really something. And, of course, the untimely death of Joe Raposo, who wrote so much of the Sesame Street music, and then Jim. Shock, just beyond repair, mm-hmm. you know. And um, but they've done well those Muppets since then, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then doing those songs for Sesame Street. Oh God. Let's see. It's a lovely eleven morning. I heard eleven fish snoring. What would we do without pockets? 
pockets are helpful and cute. What is I'm very, very cold. Very, very, it's very, very cold. I'm My teeth are really chattering, and this is really silly. My fur has got goose pimples, and whatever. It's wonderful. Oh, God. I was so young, and it was a great experience from a human standpoint, and certainly artistic, yeah. professional. You know, yeah. it's great. And so, in addition to all, all your performances and everything that you've done, you are also a teacher. Yeah, I teach at Lehman mm -hmm. College, going into my ninth year. And I'm teaching acting to this term, and also I'm teaching the business of the business. Mm -hmm. And that will be a challenge. Yes. I've never taught that before. Mm -hmm. So, you've done so much. Is there one? Is there something that you would have always wanted to do that you have not yet been able to do? Yes. I, about every two years, I come up with a chapter from my memoir, mm -hmm. and um, that's what I really, I really want to do. That, mm -hmm. and also I wrote a very detailed story and treatment for a film that I sold to Warner Brothers mm -hmm. way back. But it was stolen, and I sued a very, very big producer and a network, and I got it back. Mm -hmm. But by that time, the studio didn't want to do it, and then, oh, it's just a long whatever. Yeah. And, uh, but... I learned a lot, and I still wanna. I still wanna have it done. I won't be the lead, mm -hmm. but I could be the lead's mother. <laughs> so, it's an, an adventure story that takes place in Alaska. It had to do with um, smuggling bull sperm, <laughs> which you know is very right. valuable. Right. Do you, are you aware of that? I have. You have. <laughs> well, so. well, thank you so much. Sure, for we end. <laughs> I think that's sure. a perfect way yes, to end it. I agree. I agree. Okay, it was great. Thank you. Great talking yes. to you, Evan. Old Jews Telling Jokes is currently playing at the West Side Theater in New York City. For more information, visit Old Jews Telling Jokes on stage.com. Thank you.